want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
welcome to another episode 83 yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) that first song we just opened up with was kane from buffalo uh with the song cyber humans and thank you to erickson murray fantastic yeah great stuff yeah so uh we're just gonna get right into it yeah um the grims are faced with a hard time yeah um and we consider the show a passion Mm. and a distraction (laughs) Mm -hmm. um it's kind of our creative outlet so we're gonna try and keep it going yep but we're going to rely on friends and family to help get us through it. We might have guest hosts. We might not. <laughs> um, this is the first time we don't have a solid plan for a show and we're actually doing an intro first. Yeah. So I have no idea what to present to you on what this episode is going to be about or who's going to be on it. But we're going to do our best to make it awesome and just bear with us while we get through this time. Yep. The show is going to be persevering endeavorment. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> got to work that into every show. Greasy Strangler. <laughs> that might as well mention Devil Doll. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anything else? Uh, hatred for a Triangle Toilet Paper. Um <laughs> I thought of something else the other day that I despise more than triangle toilet paper. Really? Yeah. I can't remember what it was, though. Well, it couldn't have been that bad then. It was pretty bad. Was it something I did? No. It was just like a thing. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember. Maybe maybe it'll come to me. All right. So, uh, what are we doing here? I, you know, I don't even know. I don't even have my computer in front of me. All right. All right. So <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's let's start off with a, a three-song group of songs. Okay. A three. It's not a block, is it? A segment. Uh, um, segment. Let's call it a segment. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we'll do three cool. songs, and then we're going to come back. It might be us. It might be a, a, a different guest. What a cliffhanger. It's going to be a surprise. <laughs> So first up is going to be Putrid Awful from France with the song Charnel House. That's coming off of the Sickness Obsessions release, courtesy of Xenocorp Records. Uh, Then after that, we're going to hear Wandering Martyr, which is an atmospheric black metal from South Wales. Um, The song is I Have Not Forgotten. Thank you to Alex for supplying this. Um, And then after that, we're going to hear uh, Power Metal Iron Savior, from Germany with the song Silver Bullet. Thanks to Dustin Hardman, AFM Records. Uh, this Iron Savior song is coming off of the upcoming Skycrest release, which will be out on December 4th.
So I've decided that I'm going to call our friend Chris, who is from Rochester originally, but now lives in Houston and has for the past six years. Um, we're probably going to talk about uh, shitting at Starbucks and uh, some of our past most memorable and amusing stories from the Maryland Death Fest. What's up? How's it going? So did you get your coffee this morning? I did. Yeah, at Starbucks? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I had a glorious Starbucks shit too. What it? What is with, have you ever been to Starbucks and not shit? Ever? Uh, ever? Yeah. Oh. I, you know, like if I'm stopping just, I'm just swinging by to get coffee to go. Yeah. You won't, you won't just won't. pinch a little one out? No, no. Mm. I, uh, I, I sure do feel bad. Yeah. With the people who work at Starbucks though, because, <laughs> you know, but when you think about it, I bet that is... How do I put this? I bet that store has the highest customer to taking a dump ratio uh -huh. of any business in the world. Lots except of pink maybe eye. maybe McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. But but it's kind of their fault. They're they're giving you poop fuel. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. Like there's no way you're not there's no way you're not going to blow mud at a Starbucks if you're like a. A mud there, there are people that won't poop in public for some reason. Yeah, I don't. I don't honestly, unless I really have to. Really? Yeah. You don't go. You don't go in public. No. I mean, I, uh, if, well. if I really have to, I will. But it seems like you prefer going in public. <laughs> I just don't mind it. You when I gotta go, yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. Um. I know this is someone else's line. I think it might be Louis C.K. But he he accurately says that. Every shit is an emergency. <laughs> There's no, I, I don't take calm shits. Mm -hmm. It's, yeah, it's, it's always a nightmare. All right, I got, a, um, I got a question for you. Shifting gears. All right. Shifting gears. Yeah, and so we talked, we talked quite a while last night about a bunch of stuff that I thought we could talk about on the show, but I wanted to ask you, we've been to Death Fest a few times together, right? Yes. What, Correct. What is your favorite favorite memory or favorite story of one of the times that we went? Do you have one that stands out? You know, there's so many. <laughs> um, I remember one year we stayed at a really nice hotel, and we got there. And we got there around maybe noon. We left really early. It uh -huh. used to be a six-hour car ride or so. Right. So we would leave at like five or six in the morning. And we got to this really nice hotel at noon. And as soon as we got there, there were all these metal fans that were just piss hammered <laughs> yeah. at noon. Yeah. And you could just tell that these poor hotel workers, they had this dead, vacant gaze <laughs> because they knew the next four days were going to be an absolute nightmare. And yeah. people were just piss hammered in the lobby. Yeah. I remember there was this one person who was just, you could tell he was gone. And he was walking towards the, do you remember this? He was walking towards the revolving doors, and you could just see that it was not connecting, that these were revolving doors, <laughs> yeah. and he got hit right in the face by the revolving door. I remember that. flying. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, that was a gem. Oh, remember the boat person? I do. 
Yeah. Do you, uh, do you want to share that one? I want you to share that one and then I'll share another one. Okay. I'll share one so, of my favorites. The first death fest, it was actually the first death fest ever. And we had gone there. The first thing is we went there with our mutual friend who was, I believe eight or nine months pregnant at the time. Uh-huh. So well, she was she, in a great, she was in a great mood. She was your friend. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> for some reason we, for some reason, we got there really early. Yeah, and we wanted to sleep because we had left very early in the morning. But our hotel room wasn't ready, so we tried to sleep in the car. Mm-hmm. But we were under a tree oh, the where there was birds. a lot. <laughs> yeah, there was one loud, obnoxious bird that just went gah, gah! every four seconds. <laughs> I so I couldn't that. sleep. It was terrible. Yeah, that fucking thing. But during the, if people haven't been to Death Fest, there's people from all over the world that, that come there. Yeah. And there was one person, I think it was probably from a look like maybe an Asian country. <laughs> I, and as the festival went on, it was three days, I think that year uh-huh. he got, he gradually came to be in a more and more advanced state of undress. <laughs> yeah. And by the last day, for some reason he was just wearing, he was wearing nothing but like these tiny Daisy Duke, <laughs> looking cutoffs. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he had, sh- I don't think he had shoes. Right. And in one of the rest, I think it was the only restroom there. Mm-hmm. For some reason, the door had gotten torn off the only <laughs> stall. Well, yeah, it's death fast. <laughs> and he was precariously balancing above the toilet, completely naked. <laughs> and he was just ejecting this yellow snot like spray of shit. Yeah, he was. And, it was great. <laughs> it certainly was. Do you remember? Not, do you remember that year too? Um, that's when like SARS was really big, and um, I remember there was like a a group of Asian guys that had they had like white undershirts on, but it, they had written "I have SARS" on it. Do you do you remember <laughs> seeing them? <laughs> I, I don't remember it that. Was, no, it was such a bad taste, but I really fucking appreciated it. <laughs> I think was it was it during was it during suffocate? I remember that there was, I believe, one black person in the entire audience. Mm-hmm. And as soon as suffocation started playing, it was when suffocation had just come back. Yeah, he had this giant afro. Yeah, that looked badass. Yeah, and when suffocation came on, he just went nuts. Yeah, I remember started, that. Started kicking through the pit, spazzing out. Yeah, it was, it was great. hysterical. Yeah. Uh, yeah, suffocation ruled. Yeah, that was the year. I think, was that the year Necrophages played? I think. Uh, I don't no, know. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they they were the second to last band the second evening. And we just giggled and, through the whole set. Yeah, it was so good, and not, people really didn't. I not, think at the time they, were, they weren't as well known as they are now. Right. So people didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But we had heard some of their songs on Sonic Insanity. Yeah. And they were comically good yeah i remember we were both thinking there's no way they can do this live yeah and like everyone in the band was a machine yeah the bassist the other guitarists they played a cover of death's crystal mountain yeah yeah it was and a band had to go on after them yeah i don't remember who that was do you sublime cadaveric decomposition why do you remember that (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like pretty. I'm just pretty metal. Ken. The, the details matter to some of us. 
Um, I think I remember because it was it was comical that you would be expected to follow that performance, yeah. and or, ordinarily that would be a fun band to watch. Uh-huh. I like some of their stuff, but we we listened to maybe two songs and we got out of there. Yeah, you know who could have followed them? Who? Abuse with their with their <laughs> with their comedy act that would have worked. Any other band, probably not. <laughs> my my pregnant friend, remember that we were laughing at abuse because they were ridiculous. Yeah, but. Our friend was getting really mad for some reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I remember that they had uh, they kept talking about dicks and how they were quote pro cock. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. <laughs> and for some reason, between songs, I think the guitarist had a backpack. Yeah, and it was it was full of what I assume was liver. Yeah, I, I don't, it was some kind of unspecified meat. Right, and they were insisting that it was lady parts, and they were just. <laughs> Throwing, they were throwing meat into the audience. That's what lady parts looks like. Liver. I guess <laughs> you and I were dying, but it was <laughs> metal's not metal's not known for its, um, you know, well, in quotes, progressive fan base. All right. And it was just we were in. Not only did we think it was funny because how ridiculous it was, yeah. but people were visibly uncomfortable. Yeah, that's. I think that's comments. what we liked most about it is like people's discomfort. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what it says about us as people. Right? It's probably not a good thing, but I find it hysterical when I'm the only one who finds something funny, yeah. and everyone else is made horribly uncomfortable by it. And there's that awkward silence that just makes it funnier for me. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not a good character trait. <laughs> but I'm 38. I doubt it's going. No. It's only going to get worse. I think. Yeah. Yep. But it's a, it's a trait you seem to have too, right? Yeah, we might as well own it, right? <laughs> Let's take a break and check out a song by Voracious Scourge coming off of their In Death release that came out in August on Massacre Records. We're going to hear Tank Tread Evisceration. And then after that, we're going to hear Crimson Moon from Germany with Godspeed, Angel of Death. Then from Florida, The Pine Drape with the song As the Night. <laughs>
This is Mama Nat, and you're listening to Grim Dystopian. Ben, keep it up, or I'm going to beat you with my dildo. And it's probably going to be the big one.
story that I remember was from the last Death Fest that you and I went to. Um, we were there. We went out to dinner. There was a fucking yeah. torrential downpour. Like Noah's Ark was coming out. Yeah, yeah. And we were trying to get back to the venue. And we got an, an Uber back. And um, under my account, my Uber account, and yes. we're going back and you were screaming at the guy insisting that he drive down the sidewalk to deliver us to the front door and, yeah. and like he was really uncomfortable but he ended up doing it and yes i remember that people were screaming at him as he was driving down the sidewalk <laughs> and the next day my five star uh, uber rating was fucking down in the toilet Oh yeah, I remember that part. I don't know what he yeah, gave me, but but it, it did lower it considerably. Lowered it. I, I'm guessing he, he gave me as low as possible. <laughs> that was yeah, sorry. That was entirely my fault. It was it was hilarious. I mean, now it's it's it was funny, even, it, right, but a lot of bad things. As you get older, I find a lot of things that are really annoying or unpleasant yeah. when they happen to you when you're younger yeah. are hysterical in retrospect. Hey, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like when I was younger, we the band I was in, we played shows in Canada. It was the first time I'd ever gone out on the road for shows. And at the time, we were wildly unprepared. We had no idea what we're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, starving and broke. No air conditioning in a van that's falling apart. Yeah. We were so angry. But now looking back, it, it was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the... <sighs> Remember, we went to a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Yep. And you were wearing, I believe, a suffocation shirt. Uh -huh. And I believe I was wearing a ghost face killer shirt. Uh, yeah. And we get there, and everyone else is, they're wearing, like, ties and shit. Yeah. And they're there, they're there for, like, important events. And we look like slobs. Yeah. And when <laughs> we came up to the maitre d', and she steps from behind the podium, and she gives us the once over up and down uh -huh. and then something condescending to the effect of, well, your clothes don't appear to have tears in them. So <laughs> yeah. you're about, we will see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And I remember being like, uh, we have money, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then we sit down at some point, <laughs> this cracked me up. You said one of the funniest things of the trip. We're sitting down eating our steaks and the, I guess, manager came out and said, hey, is everything okay? And we're like, yeah, it's great. And as soon as he left, you, <laughs> you said, oh, you I'm surprised you didn't ask us to take off our shoes to make sure his socks didn't have holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to a few steakhouses yeah. that trip. It was, it was the last one we went to. And I think at every, because, how do I put this? Uh, you and I are both in our everyday lives we have like professional respectable careers mm -hmm. but we don't we don't put on airs and we don't we don't get all gussied up all right so we, we go to these nice restaurants just you know wearing metal shirts uh, right um and we kept getting the steak eye pretty much everywhere we went we like bring money and stuff so <laughs> yeah right <laughs> i think you do this too but don't we both tip an absurd amount when we go out well i th <laughs> i try to like you know, accommodate the server um, because yeah. I, I think we both worked in like the service industry at one point. Yeah, we did. You used to be a bartender, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I used I used to be a pizza boy. Yeah, 
when I was in college. And my my mother was a my mother was a waitress. Yeah. And, yeah. So I, I I was always raised to tip an absurd amount. Yeah. Yeah. I do so. And I also, you, if you're a server, you can treat me like garbage, and I don't care. <laughs> um, I never. Get, I, you still get tipped an absurd amount. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Um, and it's almost funnier for me when I get terrible service yeah. and I tip like 50%. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I figure that maybe they're just having a bad night. Yeah. Or do you maybe think, other tables have been awful to them. Do you think they're confused by that? I, I'm not sure they're intending to give bad service. All right. Although, again, part of it is, like we'd already mentioned, everywhere I go, I don't, I never dress up. So yeah. if I I love steakhouses, mm. but I'm a slob, mm-hmm. and like I've had, I've had issues before where they're like, you can't, no, you can't, and I'm like, yes, 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 I can, and they always give in. <laughs> I like these places that um, if you show up not dressed to their requirements, they'll have like some fucking jacket or something they want you to put on. <laughs> What, what is that? It's I've, fucking weird. I've, I've, I've heard of places like that, but I've never actually encountered one of you. Yeah, once. Um, really? Did Did yeah. you actually wear it? No, it wasn't me. It was it was somebody else. Oh, okay. The hostess suggested that the person wear it, but they didn't.
that was impaled existence by malevolent creation coming off of their 1990 demo they had moved to florida by that point but they did found the band in buffalo new york in 87 i believe do you remember that quasi homeless guy that we hung out with and he oh, was yeah. hysterical at, at yeah. starbucks yeah and then then he followed us he wanted you to call him we're, and all this fucking weird stuff <laughs> yeah we, we were being nice to him because he was a nice guy yeah but then we went and uh we bought him some food, mm-hmm. you know, just being nice. And as we're waiting, he, first he says, "Hey, uh, you know, we should exchange numbers so uh, we can. We I can call you later, and we can hang out." <laughs> and we're trying to be nice, so I said, "No, you know, we're we're actually in town to go to this concert, so we don't really have any free time. Mm-hmm. Like our last free time, just like, oh, but maybe, maybe at night, like I could call." And like, no, you know, we're we're gonna have to go to sleep because the show starts early the next day and he kept pushing and finally I just I, we we had to glare at him and I said I'm not going to call you <laughs> yeah. here's some more money I'm not calling you <laughs> yeah I remember the other thing is there are so many homeless people yeah. and you and I are from we're not from a big homeless person type of city mm-hmm. so there's lots of homeless people so the first day we were nice we were, we were giving away money yeah. but then it got to be too much because yeah. you would be out of money but oh, they yeah. wouldn't believe you when you said that. So do you remember the plan that we came up with uh-huh. to not have to give money? Yeah. Uh, actually, I think you came up with this plan. <laughs> it was brilliant, and it worked. Uh, the plan was that when someone asked us for money, one of us would point beyond the person and then say, there he is, there's the guy, and then the other would scream, let's get that motherfucker <laughs> and then we would take off running towards someone that didn't exist but yeah. the and we did that well like a dozen times we did it a lot yeah and a it worked perfectly but do you remember the flaw in our plan i remember that one time <laughs> that guy called us out on it or he came around he would like we ran to the next block over to like uh yeah. to, to uh dunkin donuts or something and, yeah. and he came he came like down the corner and he was like there he is get that motherfucker and he was pointing at us <laughs> you remember that uh, I forgot that one I do remember though that the flaw was that you could not laugh oh I know so when we were running it was so you ridiculous were cackling, <laughs> you were cackling like a madman <laughs> and like we're trying to convince we're trying to convince someone that we're furious yeah but I'm laughing but you're cackling you're cackling like a mad bitch. You're right, yeah. That's a flaw. Do you remember how we kept seeing gigantic rats? Yeah. Like just walking down the sidewalk? Mm-hmm. Where they were obviously like dog-sized rats. Yeah. And they couldn't be less scared of human no. contact. Right. They did not care like, at all. Like even these rats were hood. <laughs> like you would expect them to scurry away. Nope. Broad daylight. What's up? <laughs> I'm a dog-sized rat. <laughs> Fuck with me and find out. <laughs> so, do you remember the first the first one we went to? It was in kind of a different neighborhood from uh, yeah, a very yeah. different neighborhood from where it is now. Very but much. but um, do you remember all the random like notes and signs on doors and then windows? Yeah, just obvious schizophrenics yeah. would tape these bizarre rants that made no sense right. to their doors and to their windows. We, I remember we took a bunch of pictures of them. 
So let's talk about these studies that have looked at the possible relation between coffee and elevated levels of LDL cholesterol. Well, you're a doctor, right? No, but <laughs> people keep insisting I am. You're a doctor, so maybe you can be the authority on this. Does yeah, coffee yeah, raise I'm, cholesterol? So I guess recent findings have indicated that if you use either, if you use a French press, mm -hmm. maybe that's not the best way to explain it. So when you use either a pour over mm -hmm. or you use drip coffee, mm -hmm. the filter filters out certain oils that if you use a French press, the oils remain in the coffee. Mm -hmm. And these oils are thought to be linked to an increase in LDL cholesterol. Mm -hmm. LDL is the bad kind, low density mm -hmm. lipids, the ones that are associated with increased risk for cardiovascular disease. Mm -hmm. But if you go to like Starbucks, you get like a regular drip coffee. Um, there's a number of health benefits. It hasn't really, I don't think it's been ascertained whether or not the rise in LDA, LDL cholesterol outweighs all the health benefits of coffee. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be good for liver function. It's supposed to have some prophylactic effect against type 2 diabetes. Mm -hmm. um, there's others too. It causes a moment, it causes a brief increase in blood pressure. Mm -hmm. But if you're not, you don't suffer from hypertension, it's probably not enough to worry about. Cleans your bowels. That it does. <laughs> <laughs> that it does, my friend. Well, thanks for chatting. It hey, was, it's been it was, fun. It was a pleasure. All right, buddy. So, uh, yeah, you I'll have, text you a little bit. You have a great but, uh, rest of the day. Have a good one. You too. See ya. All right, we got three more songs to play before we wrap this up. First up, we're going to hear Creeping Death from Texas with the song World Decay, and then we're going to hear Valley of the Headless from South Korea with the song Unbeliever. And we're going to close it out with the band Eruption from Slovenia with Cloaks of Oblivion. Till next time, stay safe, stay healthy, don't be an asshole and... You think I'm stopping at just one hamburger? You don't even know me. <laughs> <laughs>